The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink. Welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. watching my dad <laughs> watching my dad play Super Mario I, I think we talked about this before but you were you're 39 40 I 40. just turned I turned just 40, turned 40 this summer I okay 40 so this summer. We're, we're in that same age category yes. I tell people I'm a geriatric millennial because <laughs> I have a lot of Gen X tendencies but I'm not a Gen Xer I've heard Xennial as the name for kind of oh. that transition I that too i i almost prefer geriatric millennial because it usually gets a laugh <laughs> that that does get it it definitely gets a laugh yeah that's a good uh i've never heard that term but i may use it in yeah, the future I, like yeah. i'm at that tail end of the zennial time frame yeah because i'm i'm you're a little younger than me uh 38 yeah and so. i'm 46 okay so you're the old man in the room i am or am i 47 <laughs> well, you're a Gen Xer, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter what. I like I, how you're trying yeah. to. My husband is 43. He's 43, and he's a Gen Xer. I uh, yeah. I hope he's not mad at me that I forgot how old he was. I was gonna make him younger. I hope that helps. <laughs> I, that that does help. I feel like you, the intentions were good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And hey, Melinda loves being married to me just because I make her look younger. Well, you know, and she's a bit older than me, so you know that is interesting because Melinda. I mean, no offense, but Melinda definitely looks younger than you. Oh, she looks significantly younger. <laughs> yeah, and when the beard gets she has a baby, grown back she has out, a baby face. Yes, she does. But when the beard gets grown back out and all the grays there, she. I look old. All my students always put me in my late forties. So. Yeah. See, that's why that's why my husband can't shave because he is older than I am, and when he shaves, he looks younger. So he can't. It, it's not allowed. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, so he won't allow him to shave. I get it. That's why I hate shaving too, because I'm like, oh no, that's like <laughs> teenager face rub. Well, so I t- I used to typically have a goatee, and then when I would let it grow out too far, it would start to get gray because you know I'm getting older. <laughs> so now I just I got rid of the goatee and went because everybody wanted me to just have a mustache, so that was a whole thing. So. And I just don't know now what I prefer. Now it's just like whatever I decide when I pick up the razor that day is what I'm going to have. <laughs> I mean, no... you, you've got a bit of a mustache, but you got to let it come in. Nice I don't want to, though. I don't like glorious. it. I don't uh. like it. I'm not Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're kidding. Not many people can pull that off. <laughs> that's very true. My dad could. And that's why everybody wanted me to have the mustache. My dad had the full blown, like, Dale oh, Earnhardt mustache with the and he was a smoker so it was like yellow right in the middle (laughs) so yeah anyway so here we are here we are we've been at this a couple minutes and it is technically 10 30 in the morning so it's five o'clock in Prague somewhere again three minutes in 30 seconds to be exact we've been at it so okay I I actually started recording before I even sat down because the (laughs) video game talk was good Mm. yeah I we have got to talk more on that one because I didn't like I did not associate you with any level of gaming. Well, we can have a uh, we can have an episode where we talk about like the video games that we play and or have played. And maybe you guys were saying maybe we get 
B-Ray involved in that one as well. Yeah, we can just have him on Zoom or something like yeah, that. We can figure that gonna, out. I don't though. think he's going to fly from Florida to be on our <laughs> half an hour podcast, but, you know, no. maybe. Hey, who knows? But yeah, yeah well, we're, we're going to talk more about that. But we do have a guest in studio with us today. We do. And I'm going to actually let you introduce what we're drinking because that, this is not something I've ever ordered. Oh, I, also, by the way, you are listening to the Junk Squirrel podcast. I don't think we've said that yet. Oh, I'm is that assuming where I'm you, at? I'm assuming they know that by now since <laughs> yeah. they clicked on it, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so, carry on. <laughs> okay, well, my, my name is Becky Daubert, uh, and we are drinking Dirty Martinis today. And I, I got to say, they're pretty good. Yeah, some are dirtier than others, because I'm not an olive fan mm. and an olive juice fan. So we went a little light on my olive juice, but I know, Becky, you like plenty of olive juice. I know Nell likes them yes. that way, too. So I do, and I, I, I think I started drinking these like years and years and years ago. Shortly after my kids were born, I was on a diet, and I liked them because mm. they're skinny, Yeah, air quotes, mm-hmm. skinny, mm-hmm. skinny. <laughs> um, and uh, you get a snack at the end, and that's nice. <laughs> You could always use a snack when you're drinking because you get the munchies, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's true. I never thought of it that way. I've that's... learned so much five minutes in. <laughs> that's how I That's how I, I feel like this is girl logic. I need like I, I can have it. The calories are low. The carbs are low. And I get a snack at the end. It's one of the reasons why, not the snack part, it's one of the reasons why <laughs> Nell started drinking uh, tequila because she'll, we'll go to the bar, restaurant or whatever, and she'll just drink tequila on the rocks with, yeah. with limes. And she started that because she's like, every time we go out somewhere, I'll have a couple of beers and I gain three pounds. Yeah. (laughs) And you feel like garbage the next day. Yes. So, yeah. And it's also one of the reasons that I'm super happy that recently I've started to drink bourbon, whiskey, and and scotch. And it's awesome because it's, you know, there's no soda in it or (laughs) any of those things, right? Yeah, you've been going through a lot of a uh, lot of bourbon and whiskey in your house. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, last time we we polished off that bottle of Woodford. Well, we wood. sat around the fire a few weeks ago yeah. on Saturday night, and I'm pretty sure we just I think we drank a whole bottle of Woodford. Yep. Have you guys been to Ash yet? Yes. I have once. Yeah, we love it there. So we had we need to get there um, in the in the summer. We had a bit. Nell is very susceptible to sinus infections. Mm -hmm. And we went there on like two days before Christmas. We had, there was some family in in town. And we went there after we had dinner at uh, Tony's. Mm -hmm. And then we went to Ash afterwards. And, you know, we sat there. And Nell smoked cigars. She loves cigars. But it was, everything was closed up. And yeah. it was very smoky, and she got a sinus infection. Yeah. And it's she's kind of gun-shy about going back now. And it's not really their fault, but no, it's the environment. But even when no one is smoking cigars in there, it is it has smoky. A, yeah. 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 So but I think we need to like, get nice there. When, when they it's... have the garage windows open and you yeah. can sit outside, that is nice. And that's when I hit it up is in like the spring and the fall when mm-hmm. they've got – it's like that perfect cool day like today. And you just sit out there. You have a drink. Have a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. I messed up, Rob. I have to apologize to Uh-oh. you because um, I uh, also I just said um. <laughs> I sat next to at Boyer's one Friday night a few weeks ago. I sat next to the guy that owns Ash. Yeah, and 
why I didn't really introduce myself and be like, yo, dude, you want to be on uh, the Drunk Squirrel? Or give him a card or something like that. It never dawned on me to do it. He was there with his girlfriend or wife or whatever, and I want to be intrusive about it. But yeah. he was sitting at the bar. It's his so. wife. My husband and I went to high school okay. with her. So, so we, we know them. Actually, yeah. Flannel Covers is playing there next Oh, nice. Sunday. Yeah, we need to talk about that, too. <laughs> Seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah, and oh, yeah. why I just didn't, in, you know, I didn't introduce myself as that because I felt like that would have been a good environment to do so, especially sitting at the bar. But uh, so I apologize to you. I let you down. Uh, mm. ah. We'll work it out. That's part of life. Yeah. That's part of the journey. So. They're local. You're local. You figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 have to, we'll just go in and be like, okay, you and I should just go in. Yeah. Is what we should do. Absolutely. Take some business cards and go in, sit down, have some uh, some whiskey, and be like, hey. <laughs> well, I'll, you. Oh, man. You we, guys could have a let's, sponsor. Let's Ooh. do this. We would love a sponsor. Well, yeah, we would love a sponsor. And that's something we need to get more, get out in the <laughs> world a little bit more when it comes to that kind of stuff. Because, yeah, those types of, that's the perfect environment for that. Yeah. So. All right. So going into ash a little bit and kind of moving away from that you are a bit of a, a local i don't want to say legend but i mean you you are <laughs> this is what i hear to it's be okay. fair you can say it i'm a local celebrity yeah local celebrity really. that <laughs> would be good that would be a good one yeah this no. is my first time meeting becky so admittedly you know i'm gonna learn a lot along with all the listeners <laughs> yes <laughs> but yes you're a bit of a local celebrity you go around and i mean right now this is becky sitting and drinking with us yes but you have another persona i have several others i think actually yeah um i okay that i'm not gonna go into those but <laughs> I, i'm just sticking with the book one it's not weird it's not weird i didn't um, say it was weird i'm just who are we are we becoming a psychology podcast no <laughs> no oh no. gosh i hope not no not 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 those types of personalities um yeah crazy book lady crazy book lady crazy book lady. see that's what i knew you as before we started this and he didn't know my name i did not and if if we we've talked about this several times on the podcast we don't script these episodes whatsoever so this was i met becky 15 or 20 minutes ago in my kitchen yep yep so and here we are, ten thirty or eleven o'clock in the morning. I keep dirty bringing weird teenies. people. <laughs> I keep bringing weird people into your house to drink your alcohol. Yeah, but it works so well. When Santa Claus was here, what an amazing, <laughs> what an amazing, Wait, what interesting day that was. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we do an event at the church every year. Uh huh. And it's called Saint Nick Story Time. We started it two or three years ago. I forget how long we've been doing it now. And we have a connection with a guy who is Santa Claus down in Lancaster. Oh, are we are we talking like the like real beard Santa Claus who like like I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. awesome. He's lovely. Oh, yeah. he's so we had him on the podcast back in June ish, somewhere in there. Oh, man. And I mean, he he came up here the whole nine yards. I candy cane cane the the, the it looks like santa in june in, yeah yeah and, and that's, we're here almost october and i'm like sweating just thinking about him showing <laughs> up in june like santa claus but that's just it even when i've seen him and he's you know wearing cooler outfits it's like a santa claus hawaiian shirt red mm. shorts and red flip-flops with a big old red hat so he's santa on vacay he's yeah. always santa anywhere you go and encounter him he's santa he had like santa overalls yeah oh, on man. The, the day that he was here it was fantastic and 
the ho 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 I am telling you right now <laughs> if you if you fall asleep and you have a dream about the actual Santa Claus that lives in the North Pole that's what it sounds like he's um, unbelievable yeah we'll have to Rob you have to share link uh, share the link with that episode you have to listen oh yeah it's unbelievable it yeah, really it is. is but yeah I keep bringing crazy people into your house well, you're crazy people, so we're all crazy people. Yeah, well, and Craig was here too, and we know he's crazy. So. Well, that one you inflicted on yourself. Well, yeah, uh, I've inflicted on myself many years ago. But crazy book lady, crazy book lady, it's a thing you do. And what is it that you do with this? I mean, okay, I, I, I know, will, but ex- I will give you the summary because please, we've had the long form before. I'm intrigued. Um, so uh, a number of years ago, 2018, something like that. Um, I, I noticed the students in my class, I'm a public school teacher, um, for almost 20 years. This is my 19th year teaching. Um, I noticed the kids in my class weren't reading. And, uh, as I talked to them and, uh, tried to find out why it wasn't that they didn't want to read. Many of them loved to read. Um, it was that they didn't have access to books and and my initial thought was, I can fix this. We're like a half a block from the public library. I'll take you. Mm-hmm. And they kind of laughed at me. And they're like, oh, we can't do that. <laughs> I said, well, what do you mean you can't do that? It's the library. Of course you can. It's free. Um, but in like digging into that, talking to them, I, I found out um, a lot of my students are transient. Um, so they'll move from apartment to apartment in Lebanon city, but also like they'll go back and forth from New York and Reading. There'll Mm. be a couple months here, a couple months there. Um, and their parents weren't letting them use the library because a lost book is a fine. Oh, I gotcha. And that happens a lot. Mm. Um, and then going even further down, um, I had, uh, kids whose parents had, uh, bench warrants for nonviolent offenses, usually fines. Mm -hmm. And, uh, also some parents who were undocumented, and they felt like using the library created a paper trail. Was it? Wow, that makes a whole lot of sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I thought to myself, well, then I'll just get them books. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will just get them books and give them books. Listening to that, it's a, it's a real shame for the kids. Yeah, it really, I it mean, really is. I mean, you know, regardless of what the situation was previously that got them to that point, like, it's a shame that they, they feel like they can't go to the library. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, their, their adults' problems are not their fault. Yeah, right. So, um, so yeah, so I, I started getting books. I was keeping a running list. And uh, about once a week, I would sit with groups of kids and we would have a meeting and we'd go, what are you reading? What do you want to read next? Okay, I'll get it for you. And I was, my social media game is on point. I always say that. (laughs) Um, I I learned very early on how to use my social media in a good way, for good, to my advantage. Yeah. Um, So I would put out these book lists. People would send me Amazon gift cards. They'd send me just the books I was looking for. They'd find book donations. And I, I was able to give the kids everything they wanted to read just about like if they wanted it I could get it I could find it awesome yeah that was going to be my that was going to be my first question like so how are you obtaining these books like so uh, lots of very good people with big hearts right. that's that's how um and uh so towards the end of that school year uh my school got a very large book donation not because of me um there is a, a local charity that's actually um 
headed by a woman I know. It's called Nora's Library. And um, they collect books to give to local schools. Well, our donation was massive. It was hundreds and hundreds of books. We gave out as many as we could, but we still had hundreds of books left. And like I was the one who was tasked with like sorting the donation. And they weren't all middle school level books. Some of them were like baby books. Some of them were like adult beach reads that like maybe some of the eighth graders would like but not all of them it was Mm. just kind of above where they were um so i had a friend who was running a pop-up market called monday's market at the old train station in lebanon city and i reached out to her and i said hey can i set up a table this summer when you have market and hand out books and she loved that she said sure come on out and then it became a thing. <laughs> That's really cool. Five years later, I'm still doing it. You're still the crazy book lady. Yeah. Five years ago. Wow. I, I have a storage space at the Lebanon Valley Council on the Arts that probably should be a storage locker. <laughs> and I, I show up mostly. I'm active over the summer, but I do a couple of things. I have a trunk or treat coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love having you out there for that because, you know, all, everyone wants candy, but then we have... Crazy book lady. Yeah. The books. parents loved me. I, some of the kids some of the kids were like, Books, are you serious? <laughs> and the parents were like, Oh, books. Where's my Snickers bar? <laughs> exactly. But I There was enough of that sort of thing last year to keep them happy. Right. And with our trunk or treat, I mean you can go through and get as much candy as you want. Yeah. But the books are and you've shared this quote before from I think it was Stephen King, but yeah. books are a uh, uniquely portable magic. Yes. Wow, that's a cool uh, statement. It's a great quote. It's one of my favorites. Actually, um, an event that I love doing that I, I did this year uh, called Spinstock. It's a big yeah. outdoor uh, kind of play fair event at um, Coleman's Park. Hmm. Has kind of a hippie jam band vibe, but like family friendly. Oh, Nell would like that. It's really <laughs> fun. She's a hippie at heart. It's, <laughs> it's like the second Saturday in June, usually okay. up in Coleman's Park. So much stuff to do. Lots of tie-dye. Cool. Um, That's yeah. really neat. So I, I did spin stock this year, giving out books. And um, if the, as the years go on and I do this, it gets cooler and cooler. So like one of the first summers that I did it, like the other vendors adopted me kind of like <laughs> as their pet because they thought I was neat. <laughs> yeah, I was like their pet. Um, because I wasn't selling anything and they were, yeah. but they would come over. They like to come over like before like market opened up to see what the crazy book lady had or, or they might have a box of books that they wanted to give me. Um, and that's the cool thing about the stand, like books come in and books go out and I never run out. That's great. Even like, even through lockdown and pandemic, I never ran out of books. Um, but the vendors, the other vendors started giving me little gifts. That's cool. And one of them was an apron that I now wear at every event <laughs> that says Becky Daubert, the crazy book lady. That's great. And they named me that. Custom. I oh, so this was the name that I did not pick this name. Like I was just, I was just a lady handing out books. I didn't really have a name or a business plan or anything. But the other vendors named me the crazy book lady because they were all selling things and I was giving things away. So, yeah, I guess that was going to be something I was going to say, too. So you don't sell books at all. This is a complete donation and then free Mm -hmm. to anybody who needs them or wants them. Yep. I'm like a little library, but I'm a person. 
That's really cool. I I would like to know a little more because I'm just learning about the Monday market, Mm -hmm. you said. (laughs) Could you tell us a little bit about that? Because, I mean, I've lived here my whole life and I have no idea what you're talking about. So um, I don't think they did it this summer, actually. Mm. Um, But it was uh, Wellspan uh, partnered with the YMCA. And uh, Mondays over the summer, for several summers, um, they would do a pop-up market where um, they would have uh, fresh produce. That's um, really cool. Yeah, one of the one of the big draws was that you could use your SNAP and EBT cards and gotcha. get the fresh produce, which was yeah. very cool yeah. for the community. Um, the Y also had a garden. Uh, the Penn State Gardening Extension would do things with them. Mm. And also our uh, youth advocate program for like troubled youth. They, uh, part of what they do is uh, they have a garden. So they would show up. That's every cool. couple of weeks and the kids in the program run the stand. I mean, they're nice. They're their uh, employees are there also, mm-hmm. but it was, it was always really fun for me those summers when a youth advocate was there because I love those kids. I love those kids so much. I feel like it's a shame that wasn't, prom- maybe it was promoted better and I just didn't, it wasn't in the right avenues, but yeah. I, I didn't know that existed. I really did not. Lebanon has a lot of neat things like that, mm-hmm. that happen that people just don't know about. And I think it all depends on like who you know and how the information gets out there. Because even yeah. even now that uh, Monday Market doesn't happen so much anymore, um, there is a Chestnut Street Community Center, which I'm only now learning about. Mm-hmm. And they, they do something very similar. I feel like that's... Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, so that one you and I even talked about a bit uh, an episode or two ago. Uh, and we should get Lori. It's Lori Funk. Yes. Who's running that. Yes. She actually used to have my position at the church. Oh, okay. I love 20 Lori. years ago. Oh, man. So Is that Lori and Dave Funk? So that's Dave Funk's wife. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Okay. I know Dave. Yeah. and But so I don't know Lori. I, we should get you over to Chestnut Street because what they're doing, what their vision for that it's place amazing. is, is phenomenal. And it's going to be, it, it is right in the heart of the city. And if if it takes off the way they want it to, yeah, it's going to be a great central point for this town. This is a, I mean, one of the things that we wanted with this podcast was to be to be a community type podcast. You know, to have people from the community be on, to be here, to be to talk about what's going on, and we could be, <laughs> you know, we have the opportunity to be a better. Um, conveyor of local information uh, through social media and through things like that like if we if we learn about something like the things that we're talking about that even ourselves that we don't know about Mm -hmm. like then we need to you know be able to put it out there and get that word out so all right i'm gonna just pitch this as a crazy idea for next summer with the crazy book lady well we could do that with her yes (laughs) but figure out some events that we could go set a little canopy up and hey come be on our podcast yeah. for five minutes who are you what do you do you just if if we are truly going to be the belly up at the bar and come talk with us let's yeah. go do it well i think that's cool and we've first friday would love you guys that would be a fun thing to do well, and you know so we have we have gotten one thing we were talking about before we started recording when we were drinking in it well not drinking but talking <laughs> the drinking hasn't hadn't started yeah yet. hadn't started yet Hey, so, my drink's empty. Yeah, yeah so that, mine. that is crazy. <laughs> we got we just recently um, got a portable interface, which allows us to 
you know, have the interface without having, you know, being plugged into the wall so we can just plug right into the laptop. So as long as the laptop has plenty of power, we can sit there and we don't even need power. We can do it. And, you know, it was for the portable rate. It was for the radio show. But as part of we can use it for the podcast, we can do anything with it. So how would you feel about dragging two um, slightly alcoholic squirrels along with you? Yeah. On a Friday or a... I, I don't even need to think about that. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. I, th- that's going to be a thing next summer, I guess. I, I Absolutely love that. Make, I love make that. that happen. And we'll, we'll post about that because, you know, come, yeah. come talk I with do, us. I do lots of great things over the summer. I do. In June alone, I do spin stock, which I was talking about. And I'm always at Pride, which yeah. has been a huge thing for downtown Lebanon. It has been, uh, from what I hear, it's been pretty successful. Yeah. So that was really cool. We the one we were at the downtown lounge the one night while Pride was going mm-hmm. on and there was just a steady flow of people um in and out like yeah. Scott Church had come in mm-hmm. and we were sitting there and we you know chatted with him a little bit but it was like I should have Scott on the show. He'd it, do it. It was like, oh. He probably would. He absolutely would. I've yeah. never met him. I, Nell knows I've him only... a little bit. Oh, you'd they've like had, Scott. Scott's a good guy. They've had convers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Scott very well. I got to be honest with you. I've never actually had a conversation with him. But I, I don't. And you know what? Scott would love that I'm about to say this about him. I don't think anyone knows Scott Church very well. Yeah. Well, maybe he probably. <laughs> no one knows the real Scott Church. He probably likes it that way. But Nell had <laughs> Nell had a conversation with him, um, just through the photography mm-hmm. world a little bit so she had a few conversations with him but yeah i think that'd be really cool he's a I'm, very interesting person yeah i'm not opposed to it so so i mean maybe he'll take naked pictures of us who wants that hey be <laughs> careful what you say out loud he'll do it too yeah, he, I, I know but there's nobody paying for that <laughs> to either have them taken or see them this uh. podcast is free and nobody would still pay. <laughs> nobody would still want it be like please can make this continue to be an audio podcast and not a video podcast. we will pay you to not yeah yeah <sighs> wow yeah well that went off the rails <laughs> <laughs> that's what we get for day drinking i'm the only one that has any of my drink left so well you're behind yeah and you got well, another show a, to get to. We can probably. We I am can, a frazzled mother of two. My drink was gone. We can probably <laughs> text. This has worked in the past. We can text Nell and have her make two more Bring dirty. more alcohol. Hold, hold on a minute. So I'm going <laughs> to, on the podcast, going to do that right now. Uh, just so you guys, can you guys carry it right now? I'm going to text Nell. Okay. No, that's fine. All right. So past crazy book lady, there's something else you do that I really love. And I think it's hilarious. We talked a little bit about this, before, yes. but you are like a cyber stalker <laughs> for the bassist <laughs> of the flannel covers. Yes, I am. And it is beautiful. So, I, uh, where, where should I begin? I guess, what's the flannel covers? Let's okay, start with so that. Flannel covers is a uh, local um, uh, 90s alt rock cover band. Ooh, actually, wait, real quick. We should also get them on sometime, too, or feature. Oh, yeah. they would love that. that. Would be well, we, were t- we were talking about them before we when we were in the kitchen, and I had seen them on, I don't think I've seen them on social media, but it was like different 
bars that they mm-hmm. were playing at be like, oh, tonight's the yeah. flannel cover. So that name, I'm like, I have seen that name before. And it's it's so it's so wild that it's your husband. Yeah. Yeah. So spoiler alert, the uh, bass player who I cyber stalk and uh, say <laughs> cheeky things to online is my husband, um, <laughs> which which started. And, and I think like we're at the point where people expect it. Um, it started because they got together um, during lockdown. Uh, they are a bunch of dads who were bored during lockdown and they are of a certain age and they wanted to play nineties music. (laughs) And, uh, the, uh, the lead guitar is, uh, Dr. Randy Medzoyan, who is a pediatrician. So I love that. Yeah. I did not know that. So they all have very crowd. Yes. So there's, there's, uh, Randy Medzoyan. He's their lead guitarist. They, uh, refer to him as Dr. Shred. (laughs) <laughs> that's great Dr. Yes. Shred okay. I love it Dr. That's Shred it. love it um, so there's Randy um, there is uh, Michael Murphy he's their lead singer um, he uh, works for a bottling company that bottles a lot of extremely famous beverages that you've probably heard of you would love to have these guys on the show oh wow um, then there is we need more microphones yeah then there's uh, Kevin Flagg he's their drummer he is an engineer so, I mean, these guys are really different walks of life. <laughs> wow, definitely. Um, he worked for uh, Tate in Lidditz for a really long time, uh, doing sound and engineering things with that. And now he is uh, doing some, I'm, I'm not sure where he is now, but I know he's like building things. <laughs> he's building things. <laughs> like, like big things, though, like important bridges and the things in Disney and... Yeah, he's he's amazing, um, and so the three of them had played together in in other bands, doing other things for a while, and uh, they reached out to my husband, who is a middle school band director, <laughs> and because they needed a bass player, and he taught all of their kids. That's <laughs> so. That's a wild connection. Yes. So they said to him, they're like, hello, Mr. Daubert. Uh, we're looking for a bass player <laughs> hello, for, Mr. Daubert. for our uh, 90s alt rock cover band. Do you know anyone? To which my husband goes, yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even hesitate. Be yeah, like, he's like, I want to do that. That's that sounds like fun. I am who you're looking for. Yes. He's like, look no further. <laughs> I am your bass It is great. I. That is great. Oh, uh, man. So, then, so they, they decided to play together, I want to say, February 2020. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then the oh. world stopped. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So they figured out, uh, they figured out a set list. They all practiced at their it own house. gave them houses. plenty of time to practice. Well, yes, it did. I mean, that was, that was a lot of what kept like my husband and my family from going nuts uh, during lockdown. Yeah, I, I hear that. Um, so he had a set list, set list to practice. And then when things started opening back uh, up, Dr. Shred figured Dr. out Shred. <laughs> how they could um, responsibly rehearse in uh, the drummer's double garage mm-hmm. with the garage doors up and um, all spaced out. They had to talk to the neighbors first, like, hello, we're in a rock band. Do you mind if we rehearse? <laughs> yeah, well, 
do, do you mind having a rock concert in the neighborhood? Every yeah, night? I mean they live in a they they live in a, a local uh, suburban neighborhood. I won't say which one, no. but um, the the neighbors were were very cool with it. I don't want to be. I don't want to have neighbors that wouldn't be cool with that. Yeah, it's like that sounds vibes, like a blast. Like it I is. Would, if they were if they lived across the street and were doing that, I would get my chair <laughs> and a drink and go sit in the driveway and just have a concert, a free concert. So I love that you said that. Because that's what happened. happened. No, I would definitely do that. <laughs> so um, things were starting to open up, but they weren't open yet. And uh, the guys decided on Halloween of 2020, they could do a backyard show. Oh, that's great. And they, they planned it out where um, it was friends and family. You would show up. You brought your own food. You brought your own drinks. You brought your own chairs. Mm-hmm. You sat with your pod. And uh, you listened to their very first show. That's pretty cool. So, to make things more exciting, um, <laughs> I decided between sets that I would catcall the bass player <laughs> because my children were there with me. I have two boys. They are 20 months apart. Right now, they are 11 and 12. So, at the time... They were single digits yet. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was... Uh, it was a chilly night because they were wearing hoodies. I remember this very clearly. Um, they paused. There was a, a decent pause between their songs. And I went, oh, my God, the bass player is so hot. <laughs> At which point my kids in their like camp chairs put their hoods up yeah. and they're scrunching down and like, they're like, I don't, yes. I do not know this lady. Yeah, that, that's when you have to look at your kids, and I, I have definitely never done this, and been like, look, if I didn't think your mother was hot, you wouldn't be here. Yeah, well, that's Whoa. what I said to my kids. I said, you know, other kids should be so lucky to have their parents like each other this much. <laughs> oh, that is. On, oh, look at this. Ooh, Kenny, you're gonna pay for this one later. <laughs> Oh, we have more drinks Nell, coming. Nell has graciously, so I did text Nell, and she brought more. Nell is a really great wife, to be honest with you. Well, actually, yeah, we need to address you that. that no, no. Well, we were, it, it's a, it's an interesting segue, right? Because you were just talking yes. about your, you and your husband liking each other. Thank you. Yes. And Nell and I happen to like Thank each other you. very much. At least I like her. Which, hang on, before you escape, happy anniversary. Oh. Thank you. We had anniversary dinner last night, just the two of us. So yeah, Aww. we were we went to uh, the log cabin in Lancaster. Oh. Um, it's 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 a. Uh, By the way, we're almost out of vodka. You just bought wow. it half an hour ago. I I, I have okay. to drive home, so yes, I'm, we I'm went, good. That's gonna be. <laughs> we yeah, went through this will be the vodka. This will be the final one. This wow. is also a responsible podcast. This is responsible, <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> Kenny and I are trusted with much responsibility. Yeah, we certainly are. Other things to do today. That's true. Yeah, so Nell and I um, like each other very much. Um, Rob and Mel like each other very much from what I can tell. Oh. And it's not, sadly, it's just not a normal thing anymore. No. It isn't. And you hear so much about, you know, these people who were together for the kids and like all this like, like, seriously? Like... I just, I hate to hear that, but yeah, I mean, so it's great to hear that, you know, and you're supposed to be, a, you're supposed to think your husband is hot. Yeah. And, exactly. you know, I think my wife is hot as hell. 
Um, and Yay. you know that it was that it, like it or not. Okay, you can cover it up. Like it or not, the very she. So I'm gonna say this. So we met in a bowling alley. <laughs> she was wearing jeans and a Millersville hoodie, and I thought she was the most stunning thing I've ever seen. Aww. And that's and twenty you know twenty some years later, sixteen years of marriage. Um, I still think that. So, sorry, I I'm just I'm laughing because you know we talked through what was the yes day and the outfit mm-hmm. you picked and <laughs> you kind of even drew that back into that reflection of the bowling alley, which is why I'm laughing. Yeah, but yeah, it is wonderful. A... It is amazing, and I'm actually including this. I'm preaching. They're letting me have the pulpit at oh, the big no. church a week from now. So, are you going to talk about the difference between butt dialing and booty calls? Oh yeah, because <laughs> I hear that happens at our church. <laughs> All right, Whoa. we're we're gonna. I'm gonna engage that one in a moment, but I'm I'm okay. using some of that initial yeah. contact, that those first moments of looking at who Melinda was and being like, I want to marry that woman. Oh yeah, and also not being able to articulate her name. I, I could not figure out the name Melinda. It took couldn't? me months. Well, I've seen photos of you from back in the day, and you were a sexy man. Oh hey, I'll take her. Back in back in back the in day. the day, yeah. Back in the day, I'm like, look at that stud. <laughs> Back when I had the Fabio hair, uh, you were oh. you had the flowing locks. <laughs> I did. I I've did. never had flowing locks, by the way, <laughs> ever. All right, but okay, I'll engage this real quick. Yeah, last Sunday, Pastor Robin stood up in church and said, "In two thousand years, no one will be able to determine the difference between a butt dial and a booty call." Having having gone through Greek and Hebrew, mm-hmm. that hits a very specific spot, a very specific humor. So I started laughing. And then the 13-year-old boy sitting there in church starts going, what's a booty call? <laughs> I'm surprised that the 13-year-old boy had to ask, to be honest with you, because you know the way school is anymore. I, well, I know. but And we've got a sweet little old lady who is sitting behind us. And I'm just, I'm again, breaking out in more laughter. And then he goes, what's a booty call? <laughs> The, the context is interesting to to where the context was, as I understand it, was to be that for some people, the Bible is hard to understand. Right. It's hard to understand or follow or whatever that situation may be. And so that's where the context came in. Translation requires context. Yeah. So. Because a butt dial and a booty call. Mm-hmm. Well, if I butt dial you, I certainly don't want a booty call. You sure? Uh, yeah, I'm very sure. Okay. <laughs> I love you, man, but not that way. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, whew, wow, that, that went a few places. <laughs> yeah, well, but it, no, is, it's it interesting. is interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I uh, have an English degree. Yeah. So same thing. And I'm, I'm English-Spanish bilingual. And it's just like just that whole thing is very interesting to me. Like what happens to language as things go on? Because being bilingual, there are – there are some beautiful insults in Spanish <laughs> that don't translate directly to English, okay. but they used to. Oh. So, no, like, because these words are not words we use in English anymore, but they still use them in Spanish. Nell is currently <laughs> trying to learn Spanish. She's using Duolingo. Yes. Um, because we're, I we're actually... I think Duolingo is going to teach her those words. Well, no, but next so next week... I mean, it might. We're tra- <laughs> next week, we're, we're traveling to Costa Rica. Mm. And we're not doing, it's not a resort thing or anything like that. We're immersing ourselves in the local community. 
And so she's been doing Duolingo now for like several months. Yeah. She's like, I just want to be functional. I'm like, well, you're gonna have to carry us because I don't know two words in Spanish. Well, and and so so the bulk of the Spanish that is in the front of my mind mm-hmm. is Caribbean Spanish and also Mexican Spanish. Oh, amazing. Which is very different than Costa Rican Spanish. Oh, okay. So like she'll be able to function. People yeah. will be able to understand her, but some of the more like colloquial things that make you sound like a speaker of that language, mm-hmm. she's just not going to have. I think what we what she what we're, we're what we and she is really looking for is to be able to exchange pleasantries with people. Yes. She and, will be able to do and, that. And like those things. Like we're not going to hold conversations with people in Spanish, but it is nice to have the courtesy to be able to exchange pleasantries with folks in their language. Yes. So, all right, moving away from the pleasantries, I got to ask, what are the insults? Oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. So, uh, Come on, uh, we're the drunk well, squirrel. Well, How can I we not? A couple it. of things, couple of things. Um there there are just there are some things in certain languages that um it's it's slang for something in this part of the world, but it doesn't mean the same thing in that part of the world. So, I'll, I'll start with something funny. <laughs> so, when I was uh, I was learning Spanish in high school and I say that even though really I, I started learning Spanish much earlier because I, I am from Lebanon City grew up there lots of my friends growing up were Mexican and Puerto Rican and mm-hmm. I was in their homes hearing the language not really realizing that I was synthesizing right. the language until I got to high school and started taking Spanish and was like immediately good at this yeah that was a unique experience you had though that you didn't know it at the time yeah Oh, absolutely. So I was like this, like, I don't want to say circus freak, but a little (laughs) bit because you can't see me, viewers. I am very white. I'm like. We are all very white. I'm whiter than you guys. I'm like pasty. Well, (laughs) I married an Irish woman. You're a little bit darker than her. Nell's pretty pretty pasty, too. That's true. So, but, but, you know, ninth grade Spanish one, I start learning phrases and sentences and they're just like coming out of me and people are like who are you (laughs) and it was it was something i didn't know i had you were you had a unique real world experience with it though that's cool yes so i didn't know didn't know i had these things so picked it up very very quickly um by the end of by the end of my senior year i'd say i was almost fully bilingual and then going into college bilingual and really could could hold conversations. And it's it's interesting how it comes and goes because I'm a little rusty now. So in my like late teens, early twenties, I could follow a conversation. I could have a full blown conversation. And and now I'm a little rusty. I gotta think really hard. I gotta look things up. Mm. It's just it's a matter of being in and out of practice. And it just it happens to people who speak more than one language. The your dominant language takes over. Yeah. Um that's a very unique I, I find that people that are bilingual, it's a unique skill. I can't even imagine being able to fluently speak another language well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that, I that is impressive. Well, so and I, and I can much. listen like nobody's business. So if someone is talking to me in mm-hmm. Spanish, I got it. I'm good. But now, because I'm a little rusty, when I go to speak back, I have to think really hard. I can do it, but I have to think mm-hmm. really, really hard. Um so in in high school, one of the things that one of my Spanish teachers would do, which I loved, she would show us movies in mm. 
Spanish. Mm. So that's it, cool. It, yeah. It's, it's yeah. really, it's a good way to get your comprehension. Yeah, out. sure. Especially, and she would show us kids movies because they were, we were already familiar with them. We knew the plot. So then you could really listen to the Spanish and, and you really absorbed it that way. It was, it was a, it was a good way to do that. Um, but once, once you got so far along in Spanish classes, they started mixing us um, with the native speaker classes because at, at Lebanon, you can take uh, Spanish classes for non-speakers, but you can also take Spanish classes for native speakers. So they would mix us. So uh, Spanish 3 for non-speakers was mixed with Spanish 5 for native speakers. Hmm. So we were... Yeah. Of, I don't want to say comparable skill levels, but at least like functional skill levels yeah. with each other. And it was nice for me because I had people who were native speakers that I could practice. It's that level to. of immersion that yeah. gets it engaged more beyond the head knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I would say my junior year, we were watching A Bug's Life. <laughs> <laughs> Never actually seen that. Oh, it's cute. Oh. It's very cute. The it's list of very, movies very you have not seen I'm aggravates not a movie me. Guy, I we know. About this. I didn't. I didn't think you were a video game guy earlier. <laughs> it's true. It's been. I'm not a video game. Ten guy. I'm months a, I'm doing a this with guy. you. Yeah, you're it's still a video game. Okay. Yeah. We got to fix the movie issue. Anyway, sorry. So, yes, Bugs Life. Yes. So uh, mixed in this class because I mean that is Lebanon City. You have you have a lot of different. Um, ethnic populations, and actually now we have we have a lot of uh, Middle Eastern families as well mixed in. Um, but at the time, in the native speaker class, there were kids from Puerto Rico and kids from the Dominican Republic, and there were kids from Mexico. Mm. And those are three very different dialects. Dominican and Puerto Rican's a little closer together. Um, Mexican is its own thing when you're talking slang. So. Mm. A bug's life in <laughs> Spain and Mexico translates to los bichos, which literally in Spanish means the insects. So, I mean, it, you know, it sounds right. In Caribbean Spanish, that is slang for a penis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seriously. So, so the Dominican and Puerto Rican kids could not, con- like, we're like 16 years old. Oh, what? Could not contain themselves. I'm 46 <laughs> years old, and I would not be able to contain myself because at that we point. we were watching Los Bichos, and they were we like, were, <laughs> We are watching the penis. <laughs> so, so the rest of us who were not familiar with that slang term wow. learned it very quickly. That's great. That's a unique way to learn it, though. And then we were all laughing. Oh, my God. That's funny. And the poor teacher. Oh, man. But she knew. She knew, and right. she was prepared to go. Okay, kids. Okay. Just because it means this, and it's and, and, like it's like in English, it's like the word balls. Yeah. Like, enough of the penis. Yeah. Like it can mean different things in different situations. I'm really uh, interested to see. Uh, so, the town that we're going to in Costa Rica is uh, Puerto Vallejo, mm-hmm. which is on, on the southern Caribbean coast, and it has a very heavy Jamaican community because apparently like back in the day a lot of peop- a lot of folks from Jamaica 
came over to Puerto Vallejo and stayed there and had children and everything. So there's like jerk chicken carts and jerk chicken trucks and everything, which I am super, super looking forward to. Because if you've ever had actual Jamaican jerk chicken, Mm -hmm. it is unbelievable. The flavors that are in that chicken is unbelievable. But it's going to be interesting with like with Nell doing the Duolingo and, you know, the Jamaican thing's a whole different story. Oh, it's totally different. Totally different. Like the dialect. I, I just I just can't wait to be amongst the people and to meet to meet these people. Even if we can't communicate properly, I can't wait to meet them. All right. So the moment I I really knew that I was going to not only marry Mel but keep her forever. Yes. Was when she made jerk chicken. Oh, <laughs> she made jerk she makes jerk chicken? She hasn't for years. Well but when we, we, we were need dating, to rectify that. When we were dating, she made jerk chicken and it was just yep, nope, this is it. I'm good. <laughs> well, we need to have her here to make jerk chicken. I know. Because jerk chicken is so good. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so good. Yes. Wow. Th- now I'm hungry. Yeah, Dang me it. too. <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to eat because I got to do another thing after this. <laughs> so it's going to be a little while until I get to eat. And See, I, I ate before I got here because I, I, I knew. I wasn't I put, that like, smart. I made, you know, some good old PA Dutch, like, honky eggs. Uh, you uh, needed to do, because yeah, that'll right. soak up the alcohol. Yeah, I had to put some potatoes on top of this. Yeah. I, I wasn't that smart. <laughs> uh, honky eggs are, like, that's a PA, central PA Dutch mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> that we used to make them. So I worked, when I was in high school, I worked at Horn and Horn. I worked at, and we had hunky eggs were a big deal. Like, oh, especially yeah. like Saturday and Sunday, man, we fired out some hunky eggs. I bet people ordered hunky eggs not once. They're not once. What? what? Jakey. What the hell just happened? <laughs> hunky eggs now once, Jakey. You don't park your car in the crotch? <laughs> not only is she bilingual in Spanish, <laughs> but. She is. She has a third language, Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, uh, kind of. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I only speak Pittsburghese, and I'm... It's, it's funny. So my, my dad is like a PA Dutch farm country kid. So, like, my second home growing up was where, where my grandparents were, um, right outside of... Oh, Lancaster County names. Right outside of Blue Ball. <laughs> on... Well, what... <laughs> There's a lot of dick in this episode. Okay, that's what happens when you get when when you get close to intercourse, and it doesn't happen. Then you get blue ball. So the thing is, blue like people love to make that joke, but blue ball and intercourse are actually not that close together. They're not. They're really not. And blue ball used to have a okay. Well, does anyone ever want them that close together? No. Very. Rob will be here all day. Yep. I, so Blue Ball used to have a bowling alley. I think it's closed. I don't think it's there anymore. <laughs> yes. But I used to, so I bowled in the Lancaster County uh, Travel League. Okay. And I bowled several times at Blue Ball Lanes. Yep. Rob cannot contain himself yep. at this point. Yep, 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 yep. And pretty, it's funny. Pretty much like the Shady Maple like mega yeah, complex yeah, yeah, yeah. has overtaken where the Blue Ball Lane is. Oh, okay. Be. I got you. So that makes sense. Yeah. And that's so one of the ways that you know, going back to how Nell and I met, I bowled in the Lancaster County Travel League with a, on a team that Nell's You were bo- very cool, weren't you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> Nell's. I thought the same thing when I started this with him, and then I found out he was a total nerd. Yeah. Nell's boyfriend was on my team Ooh. at the time. Oh. Homewrecker. And that went poorly for him. 
Anyway. Hey, look, so ultimately it went well for us. Yes, it did. And blue the poor guy lanes. went away with blue balls. Blue ball lanes, Dutch lanes, pull that. So, yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, Dutch blue balls. <laughs> oh, my God. Where were we going with this? Oh, my grandparents. So um, up last last year, my uh, my grandmother passed away. She was uh, she was eighty seven, and uh, lived a very full life. And uh, but the last two years of her life, my boys and I helped take care of her. So every Saturday, and it was something post pandemic. It gave us something to look forward to. Um, every Saturday, we would drive to her house. We would have lunch. We'd do her grocery shopping. We'd hang out um, once. I got them to sleep over there because there, there's just no place like her little spot on the Welsh Mountain. Mm-hmm. It, it was really, really neat. Um, but what would happen? Because I don't think, and I know this is just my perception of myself, I don't think I sound particularly Dutchy. But my children, we would get there, they would go out and play for an hour, and my grandmother and I would sit at her kitchen table and talk. And the kids would come back inside and they were like, mom, you sound weird. <laughs> because the longer I sat and talked to my grandmother, the more Dutchy I got. Well, I wouldn't, you don't normally sound Dutchy, but you have the ability clearly. Yeah. And like, you can switch in and out of that. You have it in you. Too. You like I mean, went back and forth. It's that's, that's. I had a roommate in college. It's actually awesome. Who like, <laughs> and, and we're still good friends to this day. When she was having a bad day, she was from like Upper Darby outside of Philly. Um, when she was having a very bad day, she'd come in and she'd go talk Dutchy to me because <laughs> she thought it was so funny. <laughs> that is really, you are, a, you are possibly <laughs> one of the most unique individuals that I've ever met. And that's absolutely a compliment, by well, the way. Well, thank you. That's absolutely thank a compliment. A, there's a lot of different cultures mixed in here. That's I implying feel like, you almost I beat like, Santa. I feel like this thing could go three hours. That's I... what happened when I was on your other podcast. It was over two hours. Yeah, I mean, you and Lindsay started talking, and that just went. It was books. Yeah. That's what did it. We were well, talking about, and books. that one was books. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, look, there's nothing we can say other than I think we're going to have to revisit her. Yeah. And flannel covers. Back. We and... can do a different drink. I like bourbon too. So we've had so Craig, right? Yeah. Also, is... like moonshine. Oh, <laughs> this we'll just got that, real that dangerous. That comes from the Welsh mar- mountain so, part of my family. <laughs> all right. So here's the here's the question then: if if we when we have you back, oh, can you bring real moonshine, not the stuff that we get from the liquor <gasps> store? Is, do you have any act? Do, do you have access? I okay. No, I right. don't. So I maybe, don't. maybe 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 I can find. Twenty years ago, I did, but maybe I, don't. I can find someone that has like has access to like. The apple pie moonshine, or something like that, or Boilo, or whatever, whatever, whatever. But yeah, I I would absolutely say we've had a few, we've had a couple of guests. You, I think, being the the second one, Craig the first. I <laughs> I think Rob would agree with this <laughs> that we read we need to revisit later. You're a hundred percent the second one. You need to be back on. Oh, that's and sad. if you would, we would absolutely love to have you back for more conversation. But yeah, people have short attention spans. Yeah, so we can't do like two hour episodes. We're oh, pushing yeah. an hour. Yeah, but we could we could have another hour, wow. and I think we should if you're if you're willing to. I'm. I, you I, said we're yes. pushing an hour. Yeah, fifty five. 
Yeah, we have tried not to be over 45 for yeah. the past oh, couple wow. of months. Well, so this I is... saw that happening and I'm like, just we, we need to go with it because yeah. this is such a good episode and we have such a unique and awesome guest. Yeah, Aww, so I didn't even guys. say it. I didn't even say it. I'm like, you know what? Let's just flow. And I thought at an hour, I'll, you know, I'll say something. And in my brain, I'm thinking we'll just have her back on because <laughs> there's so much more of you to dive into. I feel like that we've just scratched the surface. And I think we got to get the flannel covers figured out. Yeah, I mean, oh, they would love to be. Yeah, on. yeah, they would. They're oh gosh, they're such fun guys. Yeah, I well, I believe anybody married to you's got to be fun. <laughs> Or at least have a sense of humor. Yes, <laughs> we do. We have a great sense of humor. You have you have a, you have a you have an awesome sense of humor. Um, it's, uh, it's obvious that you don't take yourselves too seriously. No, for sure not. And we love that here because this. I mean, we're literally just <laughs> we're drinking at ten thirty in the morning. So yeah. this is what we do. It's eleven thirty now. Okay, yeah. so but we started at ten thirty. Which I mean, yeah. Again, briefly, you have been phenomenal. You have been great. Oh, thank thank you. you. I I like to talk. Well, this is the perfect place for that. Yeah, because yeah. the podcast is all about it. And right. yeah, we drink, we talk, yeah. and we go. Wow, what just happened? How did we get here? Yeah, we've been there a few times. Multiple, multiple, multiple. Yeah, yeah. but so. I think we're going to I think we'll wrap it up here. Yeah, we got to we got to wrap it up here, but Becky, yeah. you have been amazing. I mean Oh, thank you. Th- this is the first this time you've fun. been on the Drunk Squirrel, but yes. I've had you on my other podcast yes. in the past and again, you were phenomenal there. We weren't even drinking then. No, we weren't. <laughs> no. And so I, I definitely love that element. Bourbon next time, possibly oh, yeah. moonshine if I can find if something you tell me one of the three of us need to be able to find something my right? favorite, i used to have my favorite drink with moonshine is iced tea lemon slices and muddled mint oh man oh. that sounds delicious you'll be on the floor because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be... it tastes deceptively good <laughs> that that's the thing about really good moonshine right yeah it's i had some moonshine in north carolina one time we were tailgating at a weight game and these guys rolled up at a pickup and we were next, Nell's father and I were next to them. You know, we had gotten some barbecue and we were just, you know, like eating the barbecue. And the guys are like, you want some moonshine? And we're like, oh boy, <laughs> sure. So th- they had apple pie moonshine, which is why I mentioned that. And you could not taste the alcohol at all. It literally yeah. tasted like you were taking, you were sipping a slice of apple pie. You know what? No, I think I, I think I might have a connection. The there more I'm thinking about there it, now it will probably be apple pie moonshine. Make it happen. Okay, I I was gonna say I'm not I'm I'm skeptical unless the person cooks it in a porcelain tub in the woods. Yeah, I I'll, I'll <laughs> chase this down a bit. Or a repurposed oil drum. I don't know yeah. that I have that connection, <laughs> Rob. But if you do, let's make it happen. Look, I'll, I'll say this: sometimes the connections that you realize you have within church and ministry <laughs> just make you go, "Yep." So your yep. moonshine connection has a Church and ministry connection. I like it. From these are the people I need to go to church. Yeah, with. we'll, we'll like, see. Where were we'll these see. people when I was a kid and thought church was boring? Yeah, uh, right? they were the ones who sit in the back quietly. <laughs> yeah, looking at you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I sit in the back quietly when so. I go. Anyway, so we're gonna wrap this up. We're at fifty-eight minutes, so we kept it under an hour. So we you escaped least, this we, the last two times. We at least did well. You escaped this the last two times. I need some nuggies. What is Kenny's nuggies of wisdom? 
All right, I have some nuggies, and this is something that's very like, close to me right now because there's been there's been a lot of shakeup at my day job. Yeah, and I'm quite busy, um, more busy than I should be. And you know, Mel and I, this was what before I came in here. This is what Mel and I were uh, talking about in the kitchen. I have to admit, I wasn't. It has nothing to do with you. I wasn't necessarily looking forward to recording this morning because i was tired i would like literally had a wild week at work like i was just exhausted and i am so happy that we recorded because you're amazing oh thank you (laughs) thank you really really i had such a good time recording with you today and we've talked about if it makes you feel better this was what i needed for the end of my week because i had a very similar week i just changed jobs but that's a oh. conversation for another time. Well, that's a conversation <laughs> hey. for the next episode. More alcohol will be in your future with us. But sometimes things get hectic and you just have to not quit. Sometimes you feel like you just don't feel like doing it that day and just do it because on the other side of that is this conversation where you get to meet somebody pretty awesome. And so just just do it. Just my my advice is just do it. Even though you're not, even though you're not feeling it, just do it because you get to make a new friend, and that's pretty cool. Uh, hey, I get that. So that's my nuggies of wisdom for you today. That's all I got. I get that. That's all I got. Take a deep breath, be with friends, yes, and just do it. Yep, yep. So, so Becky, thank you. You were phenomenal. Thanks, guys. This was fun. It, it, Better than I can even imagine. <laughs> so better than I can even imagine. Well, um, I'm delightful, so I'm not surprised. You are delightful. <laughs> You're absolutely delightful. And I cannot wait till we do this again. And okay. we will do this again, uh, you know, some couple months down the road. So absolutely. Yep. Cheers. 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 Mind them. Yeah, so is mine. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers. <laughs>